Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love It's like a real it's a free ride. You've already paid. What's wrong? You're real singing because of this Eurovision it's... thing, and it's just <laughs> loud. And I, I already had a migraine this morning, so I had to take a Sudafed, and it just you just retriggered it. I'm in love with the fairy tale. <laughs> you're overstimulated. You got to get Eurovision crazy. You need to get fucked real, like, but not one man can do it. <laughs> You need a team. You need, need a you like on Eurovision. You need a country to fuck you. <laughs> the whole country. Allons enfants de la patrie. No, not that nice shit. Moldova, we're looking at you. <laughs> Just beating yeah, down. This is toe. Toe. What, it's toe. Uh, what I was saying is, it's like rain on your wedding day when your sister doesn't come. What a fucking just asshole. You know, I hate her. You know, it was kind of fitting that we didn't even see her the rest of the. No, it was great. We yeah, we don't know her, as Miss Carrie says. I don't know her, and I think it was interesting that the production didn't even really try to involve her. No, because so you you imagined how she probably was. I bet production. she was. I bet she was terrible, awful. They awful. didn't want to. Yeah, but see, all this is toe. Season four, episode 15, where there is love. There is life. There is life. Where there is love, there is life. Where there is Eurovision, there is life. (sighs) And yes, I am losing my brain. You are. Now, sadly, those of you who are expecting me to talk about the Eurovision final in this episode. He got very confused You're going to go cry in your beer or whatever you're drinking or your vodka soda. Or your water. We're recording this on Wednesday. Um, of this week, so it's Earlier. only been the first, the first semifinal episode, which I have watched and which I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm saying whatever I say now you're won't matter. So <laughs> you're so nervous because you kept confusing yourself. You're afraid you're going to say the wrong thing. So poodle. When are you going to be talking about Eurovision and the finale of it? Thank you. I will be talking. We will be wrapping up Eurovision because I will not. I will not be doing it on this episode. I'll uh-huh. be talking a little bit about it. Um, where I'll be wrap- doing my final wrap up on our below deck episode that will air on Tuesday. Good job. That don't you patronize? No, me. I'm not patronizing. You got it. So 
mostly because that'll be a time for you to watch the finale. You've seen it. The winning country has celebrated, and uh, and Ireland's still crying. <laughs> yes. And we're going to do it on Tuesday also because you're going to Cabo this weekend, so you I'm won't taking, be around. I'm taking a little bit of a weekend off. A weekend yeah. off, yeah. Y'all, y'all, I predicted Maybe Mexico it. could fuck you into submission, <laughs> calm you down. I predicted it. Ireland submitted a salting cracker again this year. <laughs> you did predict it. <laughs> Woo! You don't it's like not it. not good. Uh, I, I also need to say... There will be, if you go to our Instagram, you will see me detailing. You can go that, uh, you, it's, it was up on earlier this week. Yes, you'll see Poodle being excited about Eurovision, and you'll see me being very confused. And then you'll see me, there's a posting of me on Thursday talking about the Act 2 semifinal, or probably, yes. it probably will be on Friday. And then I'll, I'll be talking about the whole thing. So you go to our Instagram for more updates if and you TikTok. miss them. And the TikTok. And then listen, if you don't normally listen to our Below Deck episode, I will be talking about my complete Eurovision wrap-up yes. of who won, who, who looked terrible, and, uh, and what I thought of Hannah Waddington going bare-breasted with Alan Carr going, <laughs> and staring That actually at her. sounds like that would happen. <laughs> it's not far-fetched. Not far -fetched. So Alan Carr's in it too? No, I'm just making oh. up shit. It's Graham Han Norton's. Hannah Waddington. Graham Norton's doing the finale. And Hannah Waddington's in it. Hannah Waddington's one of the hosts. Yeah, because she's on uh, Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be. I'm, I'm actually tired because of the, talking about Eurovision for a while. You're going to be. Hopefully you can watch it when you're in Cabo. <gasps> but what if it's not available? What if the internet's not working? You'll have to call Kenny and Armando. Maybe you can watch. Don't they live in by Cobb? I don't know where they live. They, it's not just one big country. No, Mexico. but I mean, it's on that same kind of I'm coast. Like, Armando, can I come over and watch Eurovision? Y'all, Kenny's like, sure, come sure. on. Sure. Kenny would love it. Armando would. I don't know if Armando. He'd probably I be bet painting. Kenny gets into it. Um, y'all. Like we love them. Y'all, some highlights already are Finland, um, Cro Croatia doing cuckoo magoo shit. Um, I, I've already, I've already loved what I've seen. I can't wait. Those of you who are already saying, well, I already know what happened. We record this a little earlier. Yeah, so, so, but I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. See, the, the semifinal was really great. B90, B90 trailer. It's out y'all. <laughs> Gino and Jasmine are back. Jasmine, we're, I'm going to need you to calm down. <laughs> Gino, Gino, I don't want to go down. I hate you, Gino. Jasmine, I love you, Gino. <laughs> I can't wait. They're, they're all new people, except for Gino and Jasmine. Yes, except for Gino and Jasmine. Yep. We've got, we've got uh, this cast. It doesn't show in the trailer, but if you read the cast, we've got a trans person. Yeah, we've got a lesbian couple. So we're gonna get left. Y'all, yeah. we ain't ending with Chris and Jamie. We continuing on the lesbian drama train. Yep. We got um. There's a hearing impaired person. Hearing impressed hearing impaired person. It's exciting. It's very exciting. It. We've got oh, we've got a. We called him Frankie too. <laughs> Yes, so there's and somebody there's clearly Tariq and Hazel, the sequel. Yes, a Tarzel. Yeah, Tar it's gonna be good. Yeah, it it looks and it looks like there's already Frankie too. It looks like is a Yolanda inspired catfish where there yeah. was, they yeah, already found the woman. They already found the woman's escort page. Yeah, they did find her escort page. <laughs> Williams, I do love a good catfish. I do love it's it. We haven't really had one in a while, like a well, good one that's so obvious. We didn't think mahogany was real. Remember when mahogany <sighs> was real? We did not. We I can't believe that they're still together. It's all for clout. It's all terrible. And then when, <laughs> when they went to her apartment and there were bunk beds. And there were bunk beds, yes. There, that, was that was such a weird was a story. Great, B90 gets weird, y'all. B90 gets weird. It's my weird. favorite. It's a great time to jump in to 90 Day. We recommend that you watch. Um, also, speaking of watching, Selling Sunset Season 6. Yeah, this week that, it drops May eighteenth. All of our, our the on Netflix it drops the seventeenth. Seventeenth, our episodes drop the twenty four hours later. Um, we'll be dropping all the episodes that they drop, so that's going to be this week. We're very yeah. excited. One through ten, there'll probably be a reunion the following week. I believe. Yeah, it's with Tan France. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, 
I gotta say, next year, I think we could still go in May, but we probably won't. We won't have time, but maybe we could. I think we need to go to a Renaissance fair. Have you ever been to one? I've uh, never been. I dated a lot of people who worked there. <laughs> well, I've never been. I think we should go. Maybe we could film some stuff, but yeah. guess what? Someone went to the Renaissance Fair and they said, oh, look at the map. They have a Maypole at the Renaissance Fair. We could go in May and go do the Maypole. That's worth going for How me. about I let you go because I'm going to see too many exes. Well... <laughs> That's true. I, I love a man in druid robes. Ooh, I think I do too. Yeah. It's a real problem. I should go. Yeah. Well, okay. He had and me at Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Y'all, thank you for joining us for the Drag Defense Fund, the moment. Um, it was very long. They raised over five hundred they raised over five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. That's good for incredible. Them. Moment themselves or the company themselves donate two hundred thousand. So Um and y'all our April by, by Curious is on. I'm pretty sure it was Indian matchmaking that was chosen at this point of this broadcast that you're hearing now. It's much in the lead. It has been it has been in the lead. Yes. Um, and Seema Auntie is back and she is reading everyone as normal. I'm excited to watch. And telling everyone they're picky. We'll let you know <sighs> later yeah. in advance what episode at, we are watching. As one sissy put it, and I said, I'm stealing this. I need you to cover this because I have a feeling there's closetry afoot. <laughs> Oh, closetry. <laughs> we don't know what episode we'll do, but um, we're gonna see if there's there's some boys trying to stay in that closet. Boy, yeah, we're we're on the case. We're Let's on the just case. Say that. I think that's it. That's it. Ultimate and queer. Ultimate and queer love. love that's it. Five twenty four. Yep. Y'all, if you've been finding something to scratch your love is blind itch, it's ready. It's going to be ready for it's you. Gonna be, it's going to be ready. Yeah. So we're going to do on part one for this episode, we're going to talk about this finale and this final episode. And then on part two, we will cover tell all part one. Yes. So, and then we're going to bring, remind you again that then the, for two weeks, someone said they're going to do two, two hour tell alls. I don't know if I want to watch all this. And I went, you couldn't tear my eyes away I watched with this 20 cast. minutes of this one, and I need Couldn't to... tear my eyes away. Yeah. I can't Question. wait to talk about the outfits. So technically, the season is over. See? It's all over but the tell-alls and the crying. Yep. What'd you think? What's your, what's your verdict? I, um... I really liked it. I think I still say this is probably one of the strongest seasons of Toe that we've had. Totally agree. And I never say that. I hate everyone by the end. You hate everyone by the end. <laughs> but I, I think if I think about it, I don't know. I'd have to look. This might be my favorite Toe season. Did I like everyone? Absolutely not. We're not supposed to, though. Um, were there compelling stories that were complicated and... Were there stories of that made me see the world and these people and love and relationships in different ways? Most certainly. Yeah. Yeah. After seeing the tell-all, <clears throat> well, whatever, I've already brought it up. Who do you think is going to be on 90 Day Fiance of this cast? Um, Not Gabe and Isabel. I think they're going to stay there. Because of her kids and her family. Larry got married. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if Nicole and Miss Mood can really be on Night of Fiance because they're actually married. Oh, I was going to say them. But I don't know if they're... Yeah, because they're going to They might a, on be on Happily Ever After. They're going to do a spousal visa. But, yeah, but I think they'll be... I think they could be on Happily Ever After, y'all. They're going to see Miss Mood react to oh, America. Oh, yo, Miss Mood was flicking her oh, licorice oh, wrist around. Yes, Ooh, she, was. she had a right fit. She was she was just on the ceiling. Woo, what a feeling. She was just calling out Miss God and everybody. God. <laughs> I, w I will need to say, I'm going to take a victory lap on Nicole uh, about one thing she said on the, on the, on the tell-all. Okay. And I want to know how you feel about it. All right, then. I'm, I'm taking a victory lap. Um, yeah, because you never do that. <laughs> so um, let's talk about, actually about this. Let's jump in. Um, Gabe and Isabel, 
Um, this was very moving to me. This wedding, it just 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 to see the families there, to see the how happy Isabel's parents yeah. were. Um, and I agree with you. Thank God they didn't show anything of that wretched sister. The only thing that kind of left me, I wanted to see a moment where Gabe said, it doesn't matter that she's not here. But instead, he was say, he said, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, oh, you're in the same patterns. Great. I, don't, um, I think Gabe maybe could get there one day, but he needs a lot more therapy. And he, need, he also, though, there is... There is there you can not be completely, but there can be healing in a healthy relationship, and I think he is in a healthy relationship with Isabel. So I I, I have hope for him down the road, but I could see him completely not ha completely shutting his sister out of his life. And not to do too much about the tell all, boy was coming in with some bad takes, like big Ed bad. Oh yeah 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 like. Bad takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he also has realized he's got some fame in it. Well, yeah, because he knows people like them, yeah. Yeah, but not everyone... The show doesn't like people who really do that. I, again, we'll talk about the tell-all, but it's like they don't want them to be reality stars, but then they want them to act like reality stars on the tell-all. It makes no sense. I don't know if it's they... It's like the producers encourage it. They mm. want them to, to have opinions and talk about other people. Yeah, but there's a middle ground. Yeah. And he was way too much. We'll get there. Yeah. Save it. Sorry. Um You said sorry. With the teeth. Sorry. 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 That's cute. I like it. So what did you think of her what did you think about her dress? Um, at the time I liked it and now I'm trying to remember and it actually seems a little forgettable. It was for very me. floral. It was kind of forgettable. She looked really it was very classic. Yeah. Yeah. Her bridesmaids dresses look great. That mom sewed. I don't remember those. They're pink. I'm. I. I was caught up in the. Mo I will say. Uh, it was just different because they were doing it under the. I, the only thing I didn't like about the wedding, I'm going to say this, and it's because people don't think about this in their weddings. Most people don't. The lighting wasn't very good. No, that was true. I I noticed that too. Lighting is very important at a wedding. And the worst, the weirdest thing is the production didn't even try to light it better. No, they did not. There was a scene when they were talking. I was like, "Holy fuck, this it's like is they bad!" They just put a light on top of a camera, and that was it. Yeah, I want I, y'all. I just want your wedding to have beautiful romantic lighting. I need to say this though about this wedding. I think it will it will be a blip on ninety day fiance weddings. It it even though it was huge, it's like the first wedding of a of a, a trans person. Mm -hmm. It 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 did not and I think it can be different in it doesn't have to be a spectacle, but there were just moments that it didn't get made into a moment for me. I had it not in the wedding. I had it outside with the parents meeting, the parents talking. Yeah. That's where I said that was I was moved. Not actually at the ceremony. Yeah. I think a little bit too because this is what I hope for this that and it's rightly so. You can tell Gabe is not comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Most a, not he goes most, by his a lot uh, no, but I mean but a lot of trans people are not comfortable. No, I'm they, saying he goes by his. You said there. Oh, okay. Um, and, but that makes sense why, why Gabe would feel that way. But I think even in this wedding, I think he, at least seemed to me, he was not only thinking about Monica, but he was kind of in his head in front of all of these people. I and think that was hard. It's for understandable, but. I think that's why we didn't feel like we had this moment. Cause I don't feel like he was fully. I think he was very happy the wedding. It just didn't seem like he was fully present in the moment. What it also felt like to me is that this was a second stage of his coming out instead of a marriage. What well, it is, yeah, and which I sucks, get, but it is. I get that, and because he kept saying, "This is so great because people are finally accepting me for who I am," and I can't believe I finally found someone. Um. I understand how that's that that is a part in that. Um, I just guess I just wish we saw more of Isabel's thoughts on the same thing because all of hers were like, "Oh, I don't care. I I found a man who's so different, 
and and we can be together. Yeah. I guess I thought there was a wide gulf between yeah. how the two of them were feeling that day. It felt a little disconnected. Yeah. I agree. Um, I need to say that I did not mind the saxophone playing the wedding march. I kind of liked it. I had never heard that before. I kind of liked it. And I never I was heard that kind either. of okay with yeah. it. Maybe like a, do a little Lisa Simpson riff on that. It was a tenor saxophone, so it's a little lower. I don't think any of us to, uh, <laughs> really paid attention. To, for for the audience that are confused, there's well, how many different saxophones are there? There's several. There's tenor sax. There's a uh, there's a soprano sax, which is the least common, but it, that's what Kenny G would play sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. There's the, there's the alto sax, which is. Uh, Pretty common. Who plays um, alto sax? Anyone? John a lot. Tesh? Uh, uh, Charlie Parker. Okay. Um, and then I think Charlie Parker played alto. And there's tenor sax. Um, that's more the the lower is sound. sax we're used to. Is tenor no, sax? No, alto is probably what we're, what alto, we're closest. Okay. Yeah. Like alto sax is at that like. Um, but we're used to tenor too. What what kind of sax is? That's alto. Okay, so that's an alto. Yeah. And tenor was this. No, I think, you know what? I think this was an alto sax. Now that oh, I'm really? It. Yeah, it was an alto sax. Now that I'm, I'm upset it. that you drew me into this conversation <laughs> and I'm interested. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I write, I, when I write musicals, a lot of times I will write for a clarinet doubling with a saxophone. Usually it's almost always a tenor. So I can get a lot of, I can get a lot of um, range. No one gives a shit. That, you lost me. I was interested, and then you lost. Is uh, one question: Is there a baritone or bass sax? There is. There's a barry oh. sax. It's oh. very low. Oh wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Yeah. And that's your sax education. <laughs> there you go. Um. You know what I thought was? Uh. Can we talk about that moment when? When. Isabel said uh, Monica wasn't there and uh, Monica, Monica, you're No, we've a done bitch. it. Um, and he's basically, she's like, oh, I noticed that. And he's just not even saying anything. I think he's thinking that he doesn't want to upset her, but they, he hasn't realized yet that that's not the kind of person Isabel is. Nope. Yep, and yep, she's yep, yep, and yep, he's yep. gonna have to go out of his comfort zone to make her happy. Yeah, that's what I meant by I feel like hopefully he grows with her and he'll be a better person and learn. Let's hope so because Gabe does not know how to put up boundaries. He just avoids. He's avoidant. Um. So, and finally, she just went. I'm gonna. She's like, he needs. I need to have that conversation with her that it offended me, but it's not gonna be today. And she's like, because right now, this is about her opinion of my relationship matters nothing to me, which I loved her Good. saying that to me, that was the best part of this wedding. Yeah. When she came to that realization. Isabel's a queen. Yeah, because she really will. But Isabel and Debbie are the those oh. two stands outs of this. Season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the parents said, God is big. And they made things happen. It's so beautiful. And God, that big old queen said, yes, mama. Yes. <laughs> it's, I think that Gabe does kind of in the segment say, I feel like I'm finally where I need to be. Um, They're going to have, a, they have a long road ahead of them. They have a long road ahead because I think um, Gabe's just, I wonder if Isabel thought this like will quell Gabe's anxiety. But Gabe has a lot, again. Of, Environment doesn't matter. And that that's just a, not all, but a lot of people that are dealing with trans issues um, just have higher anxiety because they're, they have to be because it's scary to be trans in this country right and now I would, and in the and world. I, and I would agree that issues about being a trans person are at the root. But it translates. 
there Translate, are a yeah. lot of other issues. No, there. there's other issues. Yeah, but it's like that is the yeah, and then it just bleeds into other issues. The, You're right, though. They the, got a long road. The whole family needs to. What would be? And this is this is no, probably not going to be possible for him. What he needs to do is put up a really firm boundary against that sister and probably not talk to her for a while. Well, I think he did, meaning the a boundary of the Gulf of Mexico. I think now it makes a little more sense why we understand why Gabe wanted to just get the fuck out of this country. It wouldn't be really the Gulf of Mexico. It would be further down, the Caribbean. Body of well, the Gulf of Mexico. The, Cari- the, the Gulf the is here. You get Mexico. it. The water. Well, they're in Florida, and they go across in the Caribbean, and then they're in Colombia. Yeah. Whatever. A bunch of water. I'm going to get you that outlets. That outlets. 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 But don't you agree? Doesn't it make sense why I moved more now that we kind of see this family dynamic? Yeah. He's like, peace out. I want to get away from this shit. I don't think this family is going to... Um, I think he's trying to run. Um, I don't think they're going to listen. And I think this is going to be... It'll just be done through phone calls. I predict yeah. that he'll end up just not having a relationship with his sister. Let's hope so. That sounds awful, but... But she seems... She just seems really cruel and self-involved. Yeah. Of course, she's going to blame it on the edit. Blame it, blame it, blame it, blame it, blame it on the edit. Nicole and Miss Mood. Miss Mood, if you're <laughs> nasty. Uh, Five months she's been in Egypt, y'all. Five minutos. That's not months. That's minutes. But I don't know how to say months. Um, um, May, May, Mars, May, 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 Hey Siri, how do you say month in Spanish? What does it say? Spanish month is maze. Maze. Oh, M M E S. Oh, maze. 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 Not meses. That's Again, no one cares. I don't know. Maze. Yeah. Okay. But you were close. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So he's decided Miss Mood's going to put on her trench coat mm-hmm. and come to America. Yes. Um, and she's like, are you ready to move? And he says, I'm worried about finding uh, jobs, friends, and a mosque. What do you think of this quick turn? Do you give a reason for it, or do you think it was in the edit that we just didn't see it earlier? Well, he did say it two episodes ago. He said, I'm willing. He had that turn well, of she second. one episode ago, because they weren't on one week. Yeah, that's what I meant. But I meant, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant two episodes back. Um, he did say last episode, like, she has done a lot. And he says that, remember, he went and talked to his brother. So, it made sense to me because he had said she's done a lot for me, and if I need to make this work, I need to I need to do this. So it didn't feel quick to me. Well, I'm just saying the idea of him coming to the U.S. was never even really addressed until really late. Two weeks, maybe three. That's weeks, maybe they that's, addressed it before. That's what I'm asking about because mm-hmm. a lot of times that is the that is the linchpin of an argument mm-hmm. and we just assumed he was never we assumed at first he didn't want to come or he So, it tells me were the stakes artificially inflated here. I don't I think they still have a shitty relationship, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Um anyway, so yeah, possibly. So they're having like a little lunch or something, and they're talking about clothing once they get to the U.S. And Nicole's like, "Maybe be you'll be a little less like a dictator. Maybe a, a, sh- a short short arm to the comes like to the, the elbow. Summer, yeah, summer I'd wear something right and here. And it's almost like if you're trying to get someone to, it's. She infuriates me with the way she does, and she has her face like this, and she says the shittiest things. She literally is like <clears throat> putting a live mouse in front of a cat. To see yeah, if pounce. and that's why I'm still convinced. I think she did this to make him look foolish. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have another further thing there too. Ooh, she's the person who I absolutely loathe this season. Because I feel like her motives were not true. I think her motives uh, were 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 both financial mm-hmm. and to humiliate her husband, who she says she loves more than Danielle. 
Ugh. Don't get me. Don't ask me to choose. Don't ask me no, to choose. No, you said it. She's the person I loathe the most. If you're going to have But you know an, what? No, if you're going to have an opinion, have the opinion. It's fun to loathe Danielle. It's not fun to loathe Nicole. If that makes sense. No, for you. I, we've talked about this. I, I enjoy seeing her stare in the distance and just kind of go into her See, safe space. It makes me laugh. I think... I think because I, I think it makes me laugh because I don't feel sorry for her at all. I think it's all practiced, and um, it she knows the cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's hyper aware. Oh, for sure. And you can't. so this idea and 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 Mahmoud says, well, I don't think I I would get very mad if I saw your wife's muscles. And I don't want someone like, seeing my wife's muscles. And then she said, is there maybe you can address your own anger at that? <laughs> Which is he's like. Uh, I guess I could try. And I wrote, it's <laughs> not his own anger. So it's that, th- that is what's uh, ridiculous is that again, she, everything he s- believes because of his religion, she again, still acts like that's his personal choice of values. And what, and again, what- I say choice because y'all, he doesn't have a choice of his values. Look where he is. Yeah. Look where his family, like, this you can't and for him and, to, and there are people there are there are definitely people who practice Muslims who practice Islam who are who are less conservative than this who have more choice but I'm just saying in his family and his community his the way community, he was raised there is not a choice in this. yes and and I think and that's what we're going to talk about a tell all later and I'm going to get into it but that's what no one really gets even especially Nicole <laughs> I know and did you, we're going to talk about that moment where Nicole's talking to Gabe and she's like, will you say that to him? I went. Save it. You just want to talk about the tell-all, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. So, so, then she said, and this is when I went, oh, I see you. And Nicole's like, uh, Mahmoud says, I hate when you leave on a plane. And, and Nicole's like, well, I hate when you leave and you have your little chats and i went oh yeah huh huh you know when you're talking to girls in other countries what what i wrote baking powder please so things like and the way she said it did you just watch her face chilling it was this is where um i mean i i didn't I was I saw both parts of it, but this is where it was so she really wanted to put him on blast, and you can tell chilling, yeah. And she just went. I I think she's this. She showed her hand this episode. I say she showed that the whole season. But I mean, she really like she showed. She really just it was so deceptive. I, I've said this since episode three. This I don't remember was, that. What? You did. He did. You know what I wrote in my notes? Poodle was right. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> yes. That's what I wrote. No, you know what it is? I, it's not that. It's just that. But it was so obvious. It was just like. Sorry. Someone's doing. Someone. There, Bob someone, the Builder some, is in Poodle's hallway. Someone is slamming the door of a dungeon. <laughs> we would know what that sounds like. So. It was so obvious. She says. You she mean like, questions like. And there was even a slight smile. If you want, uh, I, I it was, she it. looked like Cersei Lannister and she went, how old are you? What are you doing? Did you make it to your hotel last night? And he's like, you could tell. He's like, why don't you go through my phone? And her face changes. And he's like, well, it was really about work. And then she was ready for that excuse. And she says, well, I, and her talking head, I looked at his phone in a fit of just, I was just so, I didn't, I knew I shouldn't have done it, but it was chats from a girl in China and she was trying to sell him TVs, but actually he was just finding a little too much about her. So what she's doing is tamping down expectations, but sowing doubt. Mm-hmm. It was riveting. I went, I knew that was who you were. <laughs> <laughs> I just screamed out, I yet when she did it. So it was pretty it was it 
it's like she like to me it almost felt like someone who can completely disassociate mm -hmm. and a bit a little bit of a, a little bit sociopathic I, I i'm telling you because she'll she went into that and then she switches to i love you i love uh -huh. you so much and you got like and it's just so and he flips he flip-flops where he'll say i love you and then he gets so angry but his makes his is more of his um complete um uh, just he's a child yeah it's not that for her he is way way outmatched here oh um and she'll and eat him alive this was the first pussy he's ever had yeah and for someone like him that's what he fell in love with. I assume there's just a little bob down there too. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. just, just lift the curtains. Not a wig. <laughs> not a wig. Um, and and then she's like, "Well, as long as you admit that you crossed the line, and and this is your one warning." So y'all, to quote Seinfeld, she's got hand now. She's got all the hand she ever needs. I don't know what that means. She's like, he's like upper hand. I got oh. the hand. I've got oh, hand. And oh. then he breaks up with the woman and she's like, no, you can't break up with me. I have hand. And she goes, and you're gonna need it. Oh, I do remember that. Isn't it Terry? Uh, um, no, it's not some, Terry Bibb, not Terry. Cox. It's a random woman who was the piano player. Oh, I remember that line and you're going to need it. That's a good line. So he says, I will try to change my mind about the way I feel about your clothes, but I don't know if I can change who I am. And she's like, okay, okay, I, I can do that. And then- But you can't do that. And then he's like, I'm so lucky to have you, honey bunny. And she's like, no, I'm the luckiest. No, I'm the luckiest. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. They're, I'm the luckiest. I will say- I'm the luckiest. I think they're, I think they're both perfect for each other. To destroy one another. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I, I think they're, I honestly think both of them are not good people. I agree with you. I, I do think, I think he's young and he probably could have been okay had he not met her. Oh, this will ruin He it. would have had a simple life with a simple girl. I don't think he wanted it. I think they, I, he won't, but I think he has an ego too. Okay. I, I could he, see it. it, it Maybe we don't see it as clear, but I think, I think they both. Yeah, they both okay. have strong egos. We'll be back in just a moment with Jen and Rishi. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. 
Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If there's, if there's a, an urban dictionary that was an actual book and you turned to a page and you said, show me someone who doesn't get it, that would be Rishi. <laughs> urban dictionary is usually something that's dirty, though. It is? I thought it's just, ur- like it's, uh, an urban dictionary is only dirty stuff? I thought it was Hence, like urban or not dirty, but just like. Doesn't get like it. Like popular, like, you but know. But doesn't get it is a phrase that most people know. But I meant like, because this is a pop culture show. Ooh, okay. So Urban Dictionary is just dirty stuff? No, it's more than that. But I think the... I, let, like let what me, else would be in an Urban Dictionary? Let me clarify. Dictionary? Let me clarify. The phrase doesn't get it is pretty well understood. Well, I meant because it's on 90 Day Fiance because of this show. But... No, I, I'm sorry. I can't allow that. It's, it, <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'll lead off next time. <laughs> wow. You need to get fucked. But, I mean, I know a lot of people are upset about Jen. We normally don't talk about I haven't even. Apparently, there's a video she put out about his family yeah. on Instagram. Did you watch it? I didn't watch well, it. Well, she she talked about his family saying things they want, they want a light-skinned and... I think a lot of people people took issue with we said that they were we were saying that it was okay that his family wanted that, and and there and we were saying that is culturally something that a lot of Indian people do, and a lot of people think we were saying that it's good. I had two responses. Oh really? Yeah. That's not. I don't think what we meant at all. We just yeah. Meant, I think there's a difference of the word normal versus good that is normal for i think that's very for a lot of indian culture for a lot of indian and culture i think someone was upset that we didn't condemn it <laughs> and i was just like okay sure i condemn colorism in indian culture i mean i think that's pretty obvious by the way we've talked i kind of feel Maybe like i'm wrong i don't know as <laughs> i i don't feel like as a white american man i have uh I I don't know if I can uh, I don't know the culture well enough, you know. But I mean, yeah, we're not for colorism at all. But also, that's just they're gonna 
They're just going to have, oh, my brother's calling me. It's his birthday. I'll call him later. They're just going to, it's shitty. It's fucking shitty. And that's the way it is for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, I would love to know if there's listeners, sissy listeners who were American, who married Indian men who were living in India. How did you beat the Indian parents loophole? Boy, how did you? We don't know one. I've never. We. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if there's a way because it seems like they're pretty enmeshed with their families, Mm -hmm. especially Indian men who live in India. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems this is the second situation we've had on Night at Fiance, Um, and it seems that it's too too wide of a bridge to cross culturally. Um, and Americans will never fully understand what, how ingrained this is. Um, mm. and, and we're only coming at it from our perspective. Our perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because I wouldn't want to be, I thought we made that clear, but you never know. You say things and I got, yeah, we're I, not saying that colorism <laughs> is good. Y'all. <laughs> I, I got three different responses. About wow. Then we weren't we clear. I guess. Yeah. So no, yeah. I'm glad that we are. Reality gays is against. We will take a stance. We are not for colorism. I, I think we. I think we were saying that. Uh, I think we. What we were trying to do is come come at from not condemning that. And I'm thinking it's just a part of sometimes culture. And that mm-hmm. they said that we didn't say it was bad. I and guess Jen was getting some flack from that she video was. too. Why was she getting flack for that? Because she made another David Hasselhoff cheeseburger video. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> she'll never learn. Randy put her up to it, I bet. I guarantee you she'd had a couple Kim Crawfords before she did it. Good for her. Good for um, her. So I just want to say, I I don't care what you think about Jen and Rishi, this storyline was Fucking compelling. Oh, it was great. I even this goodbye was great. It was a roller coaster. I loved it. Me too. I mean, I feel I feel bad for them. Um it you know what? It was just nice to see. Yes, Jen can have some problems, but I, I don't think I don't think Jen, like unlike Nicole, I don't think Jen was out in this. Well, she'll probably prove me wrong in the tell all. We haven't gotten a lot of her in the tell all yet, but is not in this to like be famous and be absolutely on TV. not. I really feel like Jen and Rishi both really loved one another and this really had their hearts in the right place. She went into the show authentically, definitely. I think so too. More than almost anybody on the show, I think. Yeah, except for Debbie. It's true. Who she must, must be, be protected. protected at all costs. All costs. So, um, Rishi's going to the temple the day after the breakup, and he's like, "I don't accept it." And this is how, this is the thing. He doesn't accept it because the love he has for her is still there. So there's the disjunction. So of course he doesn't accept it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't accept the idea that she's not really breaking up with him for a reason. reason. He didn't do, he technically didn't do anything to wrong her horribly. What she's doing is cutting her losses. She's being efficient about that. And it's such a different value system than he can have. Mm-hmm. So he can't understand it. Mm-hmm. So when you That's say true. he doesn't get it, of course he doesn't. Yeah. It is not. He can't even put himself in the same place. It's almost like he's in this still romanticized way about this. And Jen is not looking at this yeah. way at all. Because she's older. And she knows that it's not enough. He still thinks that thinks she's had her heart broken a few more times too. Oh, I guarantee you, this is like time number six. Well, how many is Randy bitched about? <laughs> um, y'all finally, Natesh, the astrologer, comes in and says, tells him about all this, and he's like, even even Natesh went, Whew. he when he said that in Hindi, she said that in Hindi, and like your auntie heard it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Like. Even he had a visceral response. Like, God which damn! Is why you you remember Rishi clawing the skin off his face? Yeah, in that picture. Um, Do you think Nitesh is a good good astrologer? I don't know. What kind of astrologer says? Yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but the stars said it wasn't going to work out. Because I'm your friend too. I feel like 
I, then I that, think the moral of this story is hire an astrologer who's not also your friend. That part. <laughs> that part. Right there. My, I will also say that. Channy is not my friend. friend. She reads me for filth. A friend would level with you. At the same time, though, think, I don't know if I'm, if it was a good friend of his, I don't know if I'd have the heart to say, this is never going to work out for you. It's, you have to be super brave to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like an astrologer ethical code. <laughs> do they like take a I code before? I don't think before? there's anything written down. <laughs> it's written in the stars. Is yes. that coming back? The show on Bravo? It was or on no? Amazon. Amazon. That was a terrible show. I wanted it to be so much better. I still follow the Queer Cosmos guy, and he's I so too. funny. Um, I think she thought that was going to be her big break. She did. He, he's got a big dick, right? Oh, it's nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's not huge, but it's it nice. nice. So, something else is written in my star, written in my ass. <laughs> I don't understand that. Um, so, Rishi says, you know what? I don't care. I believe in love more than astrology, and I'll fight for us. And I'm thinking, none of this matters. Even when he said he said that at the end, and I went, how? How will you actually well, fight for us? Well, because it's not Jen you need to do the fighting with. Well, the thing is, these are two people who had two things against them. Uh, culture and age. And you're just saying that's an age was the lesser of the two in a, in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are two big matzo balls that are hanging out there. That's true. And but I think if you're, I don't understand how, um, how optimistic he is. Um, but I I will say this: he's I guess maybe he's so in love that it makes him crazy. And so I don't know if I can fault that. That's the thing. I I I I want to be super realistic with him. That's that's that is a. Uh, it's when you talk about fault. You know, a lot of these relationships, there's fault to there's fault to uh, to be had and to give. I don't know if either of them were at fault per se. Yes, there was. He we lied to her. He withheld and information. And Jen could have Googled. And Jen, and. When I look at this and kind of take a an oh wait and step back, I think I feel like they both did the best they knew how to do in this situation. It was not you know, great. It's why this is compelling because yeah. there's no loophole. A part of me still wishes I know it won't ever happen, but there's that part of you when they said goodbye, you just wish it could be easier for him. Yeah, and he's never gonna leave his family. God, he's a pretty crier. Jenny, oh, he's, Jen, Jen. He's never going to leave. Is never, Jen's never going to accept any less now. Now that she's blurted out. Which is good. Yeah. Um, because that, that was, that was the, that, that was how she was able to do the, Jen was accepting less. She kept devaluing herself and accepting yes. less. And then finally, because he would have kept her going. I think he would have kept her going like a couple years. Oh, yeah. It would have been a... Y'all, we've seen what how long Summit drove Jenny out. <laughs> and you know what? Side pieces <laughs> side pieces succeed. Yeah. You know, sometimes They're going to be on Happily Ever After next season, y'all, with the same problems they've had for the first five seasons of Happily Ever After. I think Jen got the good part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to say one last thing because Jen is meeting him because she's leaving, and Jenny clucked so Chris could cross the road. <laughs> Jen, Jenny oh yeah, clucked. so Jen could cross the road. So almost, almost. <laughs> um, so she says Rishi's in her in her gift for understatement. Rishi's not taking the breakup well. <laughs> You mean he's basically eat, not eating? Yeah. Um, and then she's like, right now I'm in survival mode. And Jen says, where do you feel like we stand? And Rishi says, it's hard to accept. This is what I'm th- saying. He, there was nothing really done. 
to end things Mm -hmm. except for her saying we're broken up and and there was she was no there was no reason that she could even give him yeah um and and that it just is it has to be that way his eyes y'all his eyes are red from having even crying yeah he looked rough um and then she says i need you to let me go it was really beautiful like I was emotional watching I'm, it. You got emotional talking about it. And the Risha says, "If you want this, I'm I'm about to cry now. If you want this, I can do this for you. You have a beautiful heart, and that's why I fell in love with you. Who, I have a lump in my throat." Who would star in this Hollywood movie? Well, I already said this is the shitty Hallmark version of the English Patient, well, which we had to explain. <laughs> um, this would be, um, this. Hmm. Let's see. This would be. It needs to be a younger Naveen Andrews. Um, um, and maybe what's his name? Who was on um, the Big Bang Theory? Although I don't know if he could pull it off. No. Um, but the guy on Heroes, I forget. He's too young. What was his name? That's Naveen Andrews. Oh, that's Naveen Andrews? And I said he's too old Oh, he's old too old now. That, yeah. yeah. Yes, that is probably... Naveen Andrews. God, he was hot. That's Naveen Andrews? <laughs> I feel like we just Boy. go round and round. When I say someone, you're like, but what about this person? <laughs> I didn't know that was his name. I yeah. just knew him for the guy from Hero. Current references so only, Heroes. you could have said, who's that? Instead of just letting me say it. <laughs> I just thought it was somebody I didn't know. Turns out <laughs> I did. Turns out I did. And maybe who would play Jen? Um, Diane Lane. Although she's older now too, she might be. Not Diane Lane. That's an older. Actress. I think like Diane, Laura, not Laura Dern, but somebody around Laura Dern's age. Laura Dern's in her sixties, sweetie. How old's Jen? La- you know what? Laura Dern's probably in her 50s. Jen's 46. Hmm. Sissy's come at us. Who should play them in a movie? Because it was that dramatic. That's why I talk about it from a movie. Pers- oh, no. Now you're thinking of it. Who, who are you going to say? Diane Lane. But a little bit younger. She's only 58? She looks good. She looks good. But a couple years ago. Yes, in which yeah. she's in it for, yeah. Come at us, sissies, because this was a movie I would watch. Just um, insert soaring music. Anyway, Jen says, and then she said, Jen, she said, Jen says, I don't regret the relationship. Um, I don't, I think both of them, Rishi, not as much, but she's, even though she's done ridiculous things, mm-hmm. she's got a sense of realism about her. Um, it takes time for it to kick in. Yeah. But, and Rishi says, I feel empty, but I'm going to fight for love. Fight for love. She's got that still well practicality. I don't think that's a thing. From her brethren over in Greasy. Chris and Jamie. (laughs) Chris Boy, Jamie. Could this have ended worse? Honestly, for... Female, female drama. Yes, it could have gotten <laughs> a fist fight and a if beer it was at bottle a bar, upside yep, the there head. There you go. That's literally what I was about to say because I've seen it happen. I know you have to, but woo, y'all. I, Jamie got a gift. I agree. She Jamie got out. So she thinks that she got out so horribly bad. She's gonna walk away from this in years from now, going. God, I dodged a huge bullet. I hope they've gotten a divorce by now. I hope so. Um, so, y'all, Chris walks off, and Jamie basically says, she mentioned the fact that I raised my voice as the reason why she just left, but there would have been another reason for her to leave. True. And finally, she sees through it. Yeah. This kind of behavior. And Chris like, my son got arrested and that's why and for then, drugs she said and then and then tom's car f- f- <laughs> rolled over three times and then his son was sick <laughs> it goes right into that and then he had to have eye surgery <laughs> i can still laugh at ronnie doing that monologue <laughs> 
So just there's always another excuse for Chris. Always. 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 Yeah. And it's been and again, we're there it's been rumored the whole time there was opioid addiction or something. Yeah. Uh the whole time. And her behavior completely was pretty much a classic example of that. Yes. Um uh I I don't think it's gonna be addressed in the tell all. I don't know how it would be. Um, no, but since, and since, you know, we read off her aliases last remember week. Remember that? Some sissies said they looked up and those, some of them were dealing with um, substance things. So it's just, I'm, I bring that up. I want to, I want people to make sure that I'm not, uh, when I, I bring that up because, and I don't want to point it out like, to say that's why if she's a loser, she can't get her shit together. Well, we're trying to come up with explanations. We're trying to come up because none of it, it, everything she says doesn't make sense. Right. And so. Addicts' behaviors don't make sense. And I think we do that because if y'all think we're trying to make sense of this, Jamie's Jamie is lost. spinning all the time trying think about we don't love Chris. So my yeah. heart goes out to Jamie, who yes, is, I think is a drama queen, but in the same way. She's so confused. Again, as she said, she was supposed to be gone for two weeks, and she was gone for five months. Um, later on, they walk back, and Jamie says, are you ready to listen to me? And Chris is like, no, you were the one who talked over me, and blah, blah, blah. And then Chris goes on and on about the rent again. About how much how was the rent supposed to be? She's like, $400. She said, and it was 5 Fifty, and she's basically telling her you. She's still. She never got over that. She's still if, upset about that. If they're nickel and diming that, um, what? How? How? If 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 that's what they're talking about, rent. If it's one hundred and fifty dollars difference, um, and with all the flights and all the building of the apartment and supporting Jamie. And then the idea we heard that she's not even paying rent anymore that Jamie says. There were so many things that aren't being addressed. I think Chris is going to get hell on this tell all. Sean Robinson better come for her. Yeah. Cause we better get her pinned to the wall and ask her, did you tell Jamie to quit her job? She's never answered that question. Yeah. Well, I think Chris is going to bring up, we already see her on the preview. Chris is bringing up, people who Jamie talked to other women. So it's misdirection, and sadly. I think that probably did happen because Jamie... Can't be alone. She can't be alone. It reminds me a bit of like, uh, oh, y'all, it was a good episode of Classless uh, last week that we watched with Fernanda. Or no, oh. will it air... We did the watch along. It'll air this week or next it's week. It's airing this week. Where Fern- well, this past week... Uh, a watch along. Which which week? Uh, which? The one where Fernanda. Oh, it'll air next week. Next, where Fernanda basically and Jonathan, and she was like, "How could you leave me? I can't." It was so dramatic. It was dark. Yeah, actually, it'll probably air in two weeks. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. We're trying our best. We do. We program stuff so. Uh, we need. We need. We need. We need a little intern named Susie. And every time we need to know, we say, "Susie, what day?" And she comes in with her calendar and just tells us what. Can date it be a hot like. guy who has a name like Mark, but we just call him Susie? No, it's going to be a Susie, so that way she'll stick around and we don't get sued. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Dance for me, straighty. <laughs> wow. Dance while I throw cans of beans at your feet. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, y'all, this ends with. What, I have a question because I was confused. What did Jamie say that Chris just went? I'm done with the bullshit and got up again. Uh, what was said? I don't know. It was that, that she was a liar. Her promises were empty. Blah blah. So blah. the truth. Yeah. Yeah. The truth. Um, and then she says, "Find someone else to pay your fucking bills." She leaves, and y'all. Then there's pushing there's physical violence which i on only, chris is it dude. yeah jamie tries to get in the van and chris pushes her out of the which van. i assume is always looming for them yeah uh physical violence is to partner physical violence is very common in uh lesbian relationships uh, especially and in substance, substance yeah mm-hmm. lesbians have a higher rate of alcoholism yep 
the gay men do the meth. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> They've got their problems too. Yeah. Thing is, though, when you're on meth, you don't fight a lot. You just get fucked by you just wanna fuck a 20 lot. guys, and you can't feel it. Great. The fighting happens later. The fighting happens <laughs> oh, cruelly no. with erasing, uh, erasing someone's copy of Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Current references or, only. Or, or washing their linen coat. Anyway, that's the show. <laughs> <It's> the show. <laughs> it said dry clean only. Oops, did I do that? <laughs> I'm the only one who does the laundry. If I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. Maybe I've had a few of those. <laughs> Sorry, I used all your skin cream. <laughs> Stop it. It was two hundred dollars a ten. Y'all, oh, that was like follow a us on, Follow us on Insta. Follow us on Instagram oh. uh, at Reality Gays Podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. Follow us on the TikTok at Reality Gaze. You threw in a red towel just and to be a bitch, did I you? I did. <laughs> I did. A new one. A new red towel. And it's not going to be good pink that all your clothes are. It's striped, splotchy. I'm too tired. Just making me punch drunk. Y'all, we, we call, call these, these people, people. Go ahead. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? And I just snorted love in all the wrong places. Yeah. And if you want to really get even, you'll erase all their DVR recordings. <sighs> and especially the shows that are coming up without them knowing. And call us. You're evil. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.